Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, newly crowned short course world championship silver medalist in the 50 freestyle. She is the comeback queen of Las Vegas slash Poland. Today, we're sitting down with Kasia Wasik. How's it going? Hi. I'm really excited to be on Swim Swam podcast. We are excited to have you. Let's start with that 50 freestyle silver medal. You just keep racking up international hardware. Uh, it's it's exciting to watch. It's really impressive as a swim nerd to see you just keep rolling on this comeback. Um, heading into this meet, I'm most curious about you just focus on one event, right? You had a really great World Cup series. You were swimming kind of you were branching out a little bit but coming into this short course worlds you just do the 50 free is that do you like just having the one race to focus on absolutely um going to a longer season even um i focus only on the 50 freestyle <laughs> and you know training for 50 and 100 is completely different and i was always annoyed that i cannot focus on on um, my own event like fully focus on my own event. I was always doing 100 and, you know, like coaches were putting me in 200. I was even swimming 500 in college. And I had a feeling that I'm a sprinter, like pure sprinter and I'm a 50 freestyler, but I never had a chance to fully focus uh, on that event, on that distance um, until I came, came back from my retirement. And uh, I gave it a try and... Uh, I started specializing in 50 freestyle. And of course, the 100 is always there. Um, I like racing 100 for training. And sometimes it's um, just a good, you know, I I don't, you know, it's like focusing on one event. It's really mentally exhausting. So having something else, it's nice because it lets me, um, lets me feel the pool, um, lets me feel the walls and just have fun with the event. And if I'm able to race it, I'm going to do it. But mentally I'm all for 50 freestyle. So uh, yeah, the long course was definitely like my, this year was the first time I was like, I'm, I'm really focusing on the 50 and the hundred is just there. Short course is obviously different because it's a little bit easier. You have the walls. So um racing world cups i knew you know it's gonna be hard to raise 100 because i haven't been fully training for it but i can do it i i be i believed in myself and you know i've done it so many times that i knew what i'm doing um so yeah i added 50 fly too <laughs> for fun and it was really a great experience uh, aside from the racing, what do you feel like you get out of going to those World Cups? It was actually my first time in my whole career that I was able to go to and, and do World Cups. So I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I knew ISL before, but the experience is a little bit different. So I was, I was, um, 
really surprised how nice uh, it was. We had a lot of fun with other athletes. athletes. We, I had a chance to meet other athletes and um, yeah, just focus on, on my events. Um, this year was really fun, like aspect of like getting a crown. So uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was excited about that 50 freestyle because I knew I'm able to do it. And, and uh, every, every time I would start with the 50 freestyle too. So um, I would race my main event and then I would just have fun and race as many events I could. Um, so it was definitely a great experience and I would love to do it again next year um, if, I, if I'm going to have a chance. But um, I'm really thankful I was finally able to go and, um, and experience that. So heading into having that experience at World Cup and then heading into Short Course Worlds in Melbourne, would do you consider racing another event like like the 50 fly for example that wouldn't seem to take too much other training or might just be another event either a warm-up event or or something for fun yeah so like i said short course is different i don't feel like i feel like we can race so much short course without being exhausted and and Racing ISL really showed me that I can have multiple events and still be able to perform, you know, and have a great 50. Um, so uh, that's why that's why I raced basically, I raced 100 before the 50 at the World, world Champs because even though we, we completely uh, erased that, that race from, from my training, I, I just, I just want to have fun. I didn't want to sit around and, and, and wait for my race. Uh, so, so yeah, I told my coaches that doesn't matter what place I'm going to get. I just want to get up and race because I, that's what I love. Um, and just sitting makes me more exhausted <laughs> than, than actually racing. So, um, that's why I added that extra event. A long course, I don't know if I would do it. Uh, probably not because it's completely different racing, but it just depends on your training. I just didn't train for it. So it was a little bit different. Okay. So you did do the 100 free and okay. I'm looking at this now. You m moved on to semifinals. You were ninth. You went 52-4. Yeah. So that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that seems like a, a good showing. And uh, you got some races in, like you said. Yeah, I was uh, going into Australia. I I had a really hard time. Like I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out. I, I think it was like a combination of jet lag, travel, and then um, probably like getting over some virus, um, but when um, but when I when I raised that hundred and I got ninth, I knew I'm like it's gonna be a tough meet. But at the end, like I knew I want to swim that race, and then it was my decision to race. Uh, probably if it would be up to my coaches, they would they would erase me from that uh, hundred. But uh, I accepted it. I want to swim, and and if I make that decision, you know, I have to go with it. And and uh, yeah, I was happy. <laughs> At the end, I was happy that I got to race, and I wasn't sitting around and just waiting and being mentally exhausted. Yeah. What? Why? Why did you feel like it was going to be a tough meet because of the hundred freestyle? What about the hundred freestyle oh, told you that? It wasn't because of the 100 freestyle, it was just 
how I felt in Australia, how I felt even before going to Australia. I just didn't feel 100% myself. This season was just, it was the best season of my career, the best year of my career. I got so many medals, um, probably the most medals I've got my whole career. And, uh, you know, I, I swim for over 20 years. So um, I, I was, I'm really excited, but it wasn't, I was struggling a lot with my health and uh, and I was trying, it, it, was, it was just crazy to like, sometimes I didn't know what I'm gonna get, even going to the World Cups. I was dragging my shoulder and then I uh, I had accidents like accident walking down the stairs and I twisted my uh, foot and I couldn't walk for days and my coaches were like oh my god like what are you, what can we do with your training and I was really proud how we mod- modified the training um, sometimes it wasn't easy to you know we could we couldn't do 100% of like normal stuff. We would, we had to tweak my training and do more kicking than more pulling when I, you know, when I had the uh, foot injury. So I was really proud of like adjustment we made together and it worked out. I mean, like World Cups, I swam faster every race and um, yeah, even, even, you know, even in Berlin, I was so lucky, like swimming the 50 freestyle day one in Berlin. Um, you know, like thinking about that crown, you have to swim three times and you have to win three times. And after 50 freestyle, I got food poisoning and I ended up going to the hospital. <laughs> and, you know, it was like, it was just a crazy experience. I was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. You know, it's like stuff over top, but like, I try to, I, I I try to stay, um, like on my goal. And even though, like you know, like the doctors cleared me, and the next day I was like green, and I still raced the hundred freestyle. I I was lucky. I had my brother, and you know, the my next coach. day, yeah, I did it. <laughs> it wasn't a pretty hundred freestyle. <laughs> I was I was a lot like off. I I think I went like fifty three something. Um, but you know it was just like it wasn't even about time it was just about my mental preparation i wasn't i felt like i you know every time you, i train so much for that one race when it comes i just want to have a chance to race even though sometimes i'm you know i'm not gonna swim my best times i feel like just getting out there and fighting your mental um like mental game and and showing like hey i can't do it even though I'm not 100%, that's going to prepare me for the big race because who, who knows, you know, we, we deal with a lot of, you know, injuries. We, we deal with, you, you can wake up and have a bad day and, and you have to be ready to race. Otherwise, you're going to lose that one chance and it's never going to come back. So uh, I, I've learned a lot and, um, you know, getting to Australia, that was the, time that I didn't feel good. I don't know why, if I was going, if I was getting sick, but, or, you know, having really bad jet lag, but um, yeah, like I didn't feel good, but I tried to like, convince myself like, hey, like I trained for it, you know, I'm ready and I'm gonna race. And then after kind of freestyle, you know, I went uh, off like, off my best time, off the time that I was being go- going, um, in Indy, you know, or Toronto or Berlin. So I knew 
I knew it's gonna be a tough meet, but I have to. I have no choice, you know. Like I, I have to. Fifty is completely different race, so so I, I, I didn't want to base my whole meet on the hundred. I just, I just, you know, had a race and and close the book and and move to, to the fifty freestyle. So um, yeah, that's that was that was my experience. <laughs> that sounds like a wild ride, but it also sounds like you were extremely resilient and you used this experience as training and as preparation. And obviously it, it prepared you pretty well. Um, so you're in Australia, you weren't feeling a hundred percent just because of the travel to Australia, you're getting over a virus, you get ninth in the hundred free, take me through the 50 free and how you were feeling through the rounds, you know, you were your top seed, through prelims through semis you go 23-3 in semis and then in finals you go 23-5 you get second to emma um yeah take take me through that 50 freestyle uh so yeah like i said um you know after after the 100 freestyle i closed the book and i was like okay 50 freestyle that's what that's my main event and that's what i've been training for um but it's tough, like being a swimmer and going to the meeting, feeling like, hey, I'm not in my best shape. And I know that, you know. And even though I was going with the top seat to the meet, I knew, you know, it's, I, I knew Emma's times and, and and I knew I have to be like my best behavior and I'm going to have to go my best time to even, you know, be in, in the game to win with her. Um, but feeling that I'm not 100%, made me made me worried and i was just like you know one race at the time right one race at the time so i raised prelims and and um you know came back to the room and i tried to get sleep uh as much sleep as possible to feel better uh then i did the second round semifinals and even though i would you know i would be you know top seed after prelims and semifinals I, I knew I, I wasn't getting excited or anything. I just knew, you know, Emma is in uh, excellent form and uh, and doesn't matter that I'm top seed after semifinal. Everything can happen in the final. So um, yeah, I mean, um, I just I just try to try to forget that I'm not feeling good and 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 have a good race because I knew that chance never gonna come back. You have only one chance. And then that's that's our sport. I mean, and you, we train so much for it, and we can't waste that 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 chance. You know, it's 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 only gonna happen once, and the next next chance is gonna happen in two years. So so it's 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 crazy. So looking back on that now, just reflecting on that meet, how, how do you feel about your performance and the way you handled the fifty free final? You know, I'm so happy that I managed to get the silver. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, I'm in in last year in Abu Dhabi I got bronze. This this year I got silver, and so I'm making progress. Um, I made best time long course. I'm, I I did my best time short course this season. So um, I'm going forward, and that's what makes me happy. I. I was really I was extremely happy after this meet because I knew how much it took to get that silver 
uh, I could easily miss the podium um, because just the way how I felt, the way how I executed the, the whole race, it wasn't the perfect race. And uh, so, so it could, it could be way worse. <laughs> so um, yeah, I was extremely happy with, with the whole year with getting medal for my country. Um, extremely proud to represent Poland, uh, racking my magic five goggles in the pool. So it's just uh, so many uh, great memories and, and meeting Emma for, for basically the first time. I mean, I raced with her uh, in, in Tokyo in the Olympic final, but you know, Olympics are completely different. I mean, we never get a chance to talk. So I was, I was, uh, I was I was excited to meet her and and uh, really impressed uh, by her. Yeah, what what impressed you about her? Just her class, you know. She's extremely classy and and nice, and uh, it was uh, it was a pure. Um, it, it was just a pure competition in the pool. It wasn't, you know, nothing personal or anything. It was just like, yeah, we both training for it, and whoever is better is gonna win. Um, so, um, yeah, she's 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 really positive, really um, have a good energy, but she's extremely classy, and I I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like an overall successful season. Um, I'm I'm looking at your medal count now between. December of 2021 and December of 2022, like you said, you, you won the most medals of your career this season. That includes five silvers, which is a lot of hardware. And like you said, you're making progress. How do you feel about that number of five silvers? Uh, I feel pretty good. Like I can't complain. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm really grateful that I was able to come back to swimming. And if I wouldn't take that chance, I mean, take that risk, basically, because um, coming back to swimming, um, I had to make some choices that um, involved um, putting away my uh, my career and, and focusing on... Uh, focusing on swimming and, and, you know, the beginning I wasn't making any money. Like I, I had to like support, my husband had to support me and my family. And uh, we didn't know what's, what's going to happen. You know, my goal was to only qualify for my fourth Olympics. And I didn't have like an expectation from it. I was like, I know I'm able to qualify for it in my next Olympics, but if you would tell me I'm gonna win five medals, I would. I don't know if I would believe, but um, I made that choice, and every day I would go to the pool, and I just try to give my hundred percent and try to really work hard because I didn't want to give like any less, because otherwise I would wake up in five years and I was like, what am I? What was I doing? You know, playing with with you know my life. It just not not the way I wanna I wanna end my career. So so I really uh, gave my best, and and I'm really happy that I was able to represent my country. You know, it's I'm always really proud of that, and um, I I feel 
I feel really motivated for the next years. I made the choice to to keep swimming and I have a lot of fun. I meet such amazing people like you even. <laughs> yeah. In the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always I always have like a full smile when I when I see, you know, all the swimmers and 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 the crew and um yeah, it's I'm I'm looking forward for for uh, 2023 and then 2024 Paris the Olympics are gonna be in Europe I feel like you know I know Europe so well so it's 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 gonna be um it's gonna be a little bit different than going to Australia or or Tokyo or Beijing you know so I'm really excited yeah <clears throat> I, I mean I'm I'm excited just hearing you talk about it especially I, it is wild that what could be your fifth Olympic games could also be your best shot at winning an Olympic medal. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Let's leave it, let's leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's leave it like that. All right. I have a couple more questions. Uh, you're, you're training and living in Las Vegas for the last few years. I went to Las Vegas. You weren't there. You were avoiding me. I'm really hurt by it. Uh, but I did get to see where you train at UNLV. They did some really awesome stuff, including the Speed Wars. Is that what it's called? Speed Wars, yeah. Um, which is which is where they turn it the pool into a 15 meter pool, and then you just do 15 or 30 meter sprints. Um, what <laughs> they say you were the best what makes you so good i feel like you're living everyone's dream where you were like i think i'm a sprinter and most swimmers have that mentality of i think i'm a sprinter but you actually are and you you oh. are fulfilling that now tell me about speed wars and why and what makes it so great you know we are so lucky uh in vegas at dnlv that we we have this incredible pool and we can move the bulkhead and and basically choose the how long it's gonna be the pool so i laugh because every day i go to the pool it's a different length and i'm like i just can't get used to the any length because it's like mondays we have long course tuesdays we have meters you know 25 meters then uh wednesday it's yards and then the next day it's like the altar course, which is like the 50 meter pool. And we, we, we just race 15th. So um, every day is something different and, and uh, it teaches you different stuff. So I'm, I'm definitely lucky. I mean, I'm, it's like, it's, it's awesome to be a pure sprinter. Definitely, you know, like I wouldn't, even though it's also a harder work and, and, and we have to work a lot on details and technique and sometimes it's really frustrating. I wouldn't trade uh, with the long distance swimmer. Um, definitely not. But uh, even, you know, sometimes I laugh um, because I'm, I'm really, you know, I can go fast the first 15 or like 25 to 50 and then I'm dead. And I have to, I need the time to recover. I'm like, and I feel so out of shape. And I'm like, am I, am I an athlete? Like what's going on? You know? So, so it's a blessing, but also a curse. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm just, 
racing and and especially racing you know gets me so excited and when i when we do the speed wars usually like you have the whole team cheering for you from outside and you just race and you look at your time you know when you get up race again you know and you, when i have people cheering for me and you know you you add the part of racing that i'm like you know i feel like this is the coolest thing ever then i just i just go for it you know, I can I can uh, really um, have my mind into 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 the thing that I really love, uh, which is both having my teammates, but also racing short distance. <laughs> Do you know your best times for the for fifteen and thirty? So fifteen. <laughs> uh, I never broke the six seconds on the, on the, uh, that's what I thought. I thought that's what Pat told me. Yes. So it's, uh, that's our goal when, uh, you know, it's, we always laugh when I break that time, when I break six seconds, then I'm, you know, on the world record pace. Uh, so (laughs) I'm chasing that, uh, but it's fun. I'm, I'm really, you know, I don't think many pools can do it or, or even if they do it, you know, and, the the fact that we do it every week makes makes us makes the training really fun and special. So yeah, I feel incredible incredibly lucky that our coach is using that uh, in our training. Is it sorry? Is it fifteen yards or fifteen meters? Yards. Oh, okay. actually, I, I mean, wait, no, meters. Sorry, meters. Okay, yeah. fifteen yeah, yeah. meters. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You and your best time is six point oh for a fifteen meter. Do you know your best time for a 30? No, I mean, not many times I do 30, actually. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, it's just 15. I also yeah. love that it's called Ultra Course. <laughs> yeah, uh, for 15 years. Yeah, we, we do a lot of fun stuff. And I was really sad. I wasn't avoiding you. I was really sad I wasn't there. I was at the training camp in uh, Turkey. Uh, I, I I told you that, so <laughs> don't <laughs> blame <did>. me. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I watched the podcast and it was it was really fun and all the teammates were really happy to see you. So. Uh, yeah, you, you did. I I was totally kidding. You were not avoiding me. Um, <laughs> I have to come back because Las Vegas really sold me uh, on on everything in and out of the pool. Um, between you and sandpipers, it's like, why would I not come back? This is, this is the swimming Mecca. Yeah. It seems yeah, we like, have, you know, we have everything. We have distance swimming, we have, we have sprint <laughs> swimming. It's, it has to be something in the water in, you know, in Nevada. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, I'm curious. I mean, obviously people go to Las Vegas to have a good time outside of the pool and I, that's, it's what it's known for. Um, I'm just curious what you like or what you enjoy to do in Las Vegas when you're not swimming or training or, you know, super focused on it. Hiking. I go hiking all the time, you know, in Vegas is uh, right in the middle of everything. So uh, me and my husband are always exploring, finding different, you know, uh, hiking spots. And we love going to Utah uh, or, or, you know, just staying in Vegas or going to Arizona or going to California. It's it's Vegas is right in the middle. So you can always find something and it's it's a lot of fun uh, to explore nature. I'm I'm a big nature freak. <laughs> and uh, so 
Uh, so it's it's yeah, it's not only you know the the strip and the party aspect of the city, uh, but also you have really calm um, and and fun nature um, uh, part. That that was like one of the coolest parts to me was that you know you're you're on the strip and then in 20 minutes you're in you're in the suburbs and then in another 20 minutes you're in the desert or you know you're in the mountains go anywhere uh outside uh, outside strip well you know i went um sandpipers was like in the in the burbs Mm -hmm. right um and and then we kind of went and explored that area a little bit but we i didn't go into the mountains um you have to come back that's the perfect (laughs) i'm i'm sold you don't have to tell me twice um (laughs) i i really want to i'm my last question is about this coffee place we went to so this place is (laughs) it, it like on lists I don't know if you how big of a coffee drinker you are, but on like uh, some lists, it's like the the best coffee shop in the U.S. only because it has 5.0 stars on Yelp or on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, I mean, it has 187 reviews. I'm just prefacing this for our listeners so they don't get outraged. Uh, <laughs> it's called Yaw Farm Coffee Roaster. Have you heard of this place? No, but. <laughs> Now I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's 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 like one guy, and he makes every. It's it's a pretty small menu, um, mm. and he makes every every drink by hand to order, and mm. so it's not like you don't go there if you're like in a rush or if you like it, you know it, it's not quick and it's not bulk. I think you can only get like two or four drinks per order. Like you can't do. I never can't do it. it. I'm gonna have to go and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I love coffee, so yeah, it's gonna be my next trip. <laughs> to All coffee. right. Yeah, that's that's my Vegas recommendation. That's what I did that that stuck out. Awesome. Uh, and then we went to the we went to the Shack's Chicken Place. What's that called? I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's where the UNLV oh, coach took me here. I don't know <laughs> <Sorry>. anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I that's that's where the UNLV coach just sent me anyway yeah (laughs) um well Kasha it's always great talking to you thank you for taking the time to come on the pod and uh and break down your experience this season racing and in Melbourne any parting thoughts before we sign off well thank you for having me it's always a pleasure and um happy new year keep your fingers crossed for for another exciting year in swimming You've been listening to the Swim Swam Podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.